Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, Go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Guess where I am. Guess where I am right now. Oh, in the bathtub? <laughs> no. I am showered and dressed with no makeup, but my hair is. Uh, done and I have clothes on and earrings actually which I haven't had on and I am sitting in my car in my driveway as we tape this remotely and then um, I am pulling out and going for a ride for myself because I have not been li- I mean I've been out in my yard or what, but I haven't been in an, a car or moving since um, uh uh, what day was it? Um, Saturday. Okay. So well, it's a good thing I'm, for your car too that you get out and run it around. I know. I know. Where are you? Yeah. Oh, I am um, actually in a bedroom um, at our lake house, and um, uh, looking at the crib and <laughs> the other things. And it's wonderfully quiet and peaceful here. Yeah, I know. Well, it's a beautiful day, too, so that, that adds to yep. it. Um, but it is so silent out everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Well, Scary. The silence is, is deafening. That's, you know, that the sound of silence, it's, it really yep. is. And that's what everybody's saying, no matter where you are. That's the feeling. So, um, uh, but you're up at the lake, so you're in a different spot. How are the cats and Patrick adjusting to your change? He's fine. Um, he's fine. He's doing okay. Um, he's uh, it just transferred his um, usual level of inactivity from one house to another. So. <laughs> And this has gotten worse because now he can't even go out to his lunch, you know, a daily ritual lunch and getting his hair cut once a month and doing his thing. Yep. Stopping at his Dunkin' Donuts, getting his, what does he get again, Uh, munchkins? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Well, it'll, I just, oh, man. It's um, it's a different way, but I have this really 
wonderful feeling. I keep holding on to the wonderful feelings because else with that. But like, I just when we look back at this and think, just like many other things, when your 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 life is consumed with craziness of going here, there, and everywhere, we'll look back and think, you know, how did we do that? How did we shelter in place, so to speak, and and do what we, you know, when we're such a mobile society, and now we are just stopped in our tracks. But yeah, I, I, I keep looking for that the other day. rear view mirror here it, with this. So, Is that the same thing as aging in place? <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess Cause, so, because well, we are. I'm just thinking if this is kind of like practice for that, I don't know. But, I don't know what this is, but there's some lesson here, I guess. I it's uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so how are well, you adjusting to? Well, I'm I'm not doing too well with this. Um, I'm. I said to Pat last night. He said something to me about. Um, you look like you're just really upset about something. He said, "What is the matter?" And I said, "I don't know what the matter is. I can't." I can't verbalize it. I just have this overwhelming sense of anxiety. And I, I said it's it's not uh, because of anything in particular that's in my world. It's just that I, I guess I'm just so used to being someone who's focused on doing things. And, and, and it, it usually requires me to be out and doing things. And when I can't do that, I feel strangely confined, but I can't blame anybody. There's no one I can say, you're keeping me home. I don't like this. But, you know, what can I say? It's just, that's how it is. And I just find myself looking for things to do because I have a very difficult time um, with, with how, I can't focus on things that I need to do that require me to just, um, like, I'm, I'm in the moment I'm practicing, and I'm practicing, I'm writing a speech. And it's really hard for me to actually focus on doing that. And I, I just find that that's where that anxiety level is interfering with it. It's like I cannot have a, a, an unadulterated, train of thought it just kept getting keeps getting chopped up so what i'm doing is i end up finding so many things here in this house that i need to do so done like three loads of wash um i've baked brownies i've baked uh blueberry and banana muffins i did a tuna casserole last night i just i keep doing things like this because it's easy for me to start someplace and see a result that's what right. I realized about it. So that sense of accomplishment um, is, what's, is what I'm doing by doing these things. But I also feel then very frustrated because I feel like there's so much I could do because I now have the time to do it, but I can't focus on it. I know. and But everybody is in that boat. I, there's this thing on Facebook everyone's passing around that says, I used to blame the fact that I couldn't clean my house because I had I didn't have the time. I guess that's not the real reason. <laughs> Which is exactly true. I mean, the, the, I find, but this is just me, I find the, the less 
I have to do the less I, I want to do. Meaning, if I'm busy, that old body in motion stays in motion, body at rest stays yep. at rest. You just, I, I am so much better on the move than I am because I almost become um, tranquilized in a way when I don't have this normal life that I'm so used to living. Um, I, I almost, be, I just, I, I, I don't know. I have spurts of I want to do things, and I do, and then I have spurts of I'm not doing anything. <laughs> but I think everybody is in their kitchen more. Everybody is doing yeah. things that are required, um, you know, to for their family and to feel better and to accomplish a sense of accomplishment. That's that's exactly correct. Well, just in case so, you were thinking that you might really need to do something, along comes Martha Stewart, who tells us the ultimate spring cleaning checklist. Um, and that's really what I'm up for at the moment. Not. <laughs> but anyway, and just in case you were, she has all these wonderful things you can do to organize your closets, start outdoors, start with the basement, deep clean. That's even a printable checklist. Wow. I won't well, be doing we'll that, do but that okay. You know, there was huh? something I was thinking about you reading this article because <laughs> this, this was something, and I forget what the deal was, but one of the uh, um, online newsletters that said uh, seven things that you can stop doing that will make a difference financially when in this particular time when the dollars may be very um, thin. So the first one was to stop retail therapy. So those who like to shop should stop shopping because um, you can't afford to do that at this particular moment. Well, I can't tell you how many things I ordered from Amazon the last couple of days <laughs> because yeah, I don't know what else to do. Uh-huh. Okay, so well, that one I, I flunked. Okay, number two, get rid of unused subscription services. Now, that's a, that's a smart one, and, and I really think that there are so many of these things that I signed up for that cost $7.99 a month or $9.99 a month, and you just don't even think about it because it's so insignificant. But when I go back and take a look at the credit card flips and I see these crazy things, I actually called two of them last week and said, cancel them because they all start with free for 14 days and then, or 30 days, and then give us your credit card and you forget about it, which is exactly what they want you to do. So whether you use it or you don't use it, you're still paying for these crazy things and it really makes a difference. There's a great sense of accomplishment because it's one of those, ha ha, you thought you got me but you didn't. Right. Number three, on-demand movies. Now, I don't understand why that's something that's a problem unless you pay for all these movies. But I would think also at a time when you have children at home and, and a husband at home and you don't, all don't know what to do with yourselves, spending something like $7.95 to rent a movie is probably the best seven dollars and ninety five cents you'll ever spend. And it's not reoccurring. Yes, exactly. I mean unless you buy it. So it's sort of that's silly. 
I think that's crazy. And then this other one, I don't know where this all weighs in, but this is their number four advice, non-essential food spending. Well, I don't know if that's hoarding like we have all been doing. You know, who's the last man in the store that gets the last six-pack of toilet paper? Yay! Or the truffle truffle butter. Right. Right? Yeah. So I'm not sure what that means, but I can tell you I've I've got two refrigerators filled with things up here. I should be good for a good month and not have to go anywhere. And then number five, bank fees. Yeah, there's probably a lot of bank fees that we don't realize we're paying for things that we don't use. But I really can't see that they'd be that significant that would make a difference in your life. And the number six, this is where I thought of you, services you can do yourself. You're supposed to go out there and cut your lawn. You're supposed to do your own wash. You're supposed to clean your house. And when you do all that stuff, and in that case, you could be saving hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah, except what about the people who you employ who depend we'll on your that. paycheck? Exactly. So, no. Exactly. That answers the big I agree. fat no. And, and the retail therapy. We're supposed to be out there supporting our local businesses and buying things and restaurants. And So, I don't quite understand. It seems to be contradictory. And, of course, number you... seven. What? Go ahead. Number seven, gym membership. All right, I get that. You know, you can do a lot of this stuff at home. There's tons of things you can find on the Internet. And, And frankly, you probably don't need to do that except for the fact that for some people it's social. So anyway, there's some tips, folks. And on that note, we have to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And we've been talking about a lot of things relative to the coronavirus, which is what everybody's talking about. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is uh, with all of this stuff going on with the virus and the, the loss of um, revenue for a lot of businesses and all the other stuff that we've been talking about in general, um, the the uh, that new law that was passed yesterday we're taping this on Thursday so this uh actually was um, done yesterday as in i guess it passed on Wednesday but there's some interesting things about this it's not necessarily if i can find that one article which i've been looking for but um uh, about what it means to every american um, is that $1,200 we're supposed to get and who qualifies, et cetera, et cetera. I have some information about that, but there were some other things, provisions that were in that coronavirus stimulus package. And for big businesses, about $500 billion can be used to back loans and assistance to companies 
including $50 billion for loans to U.S. airlines, as well as state and local governments. I didn't know that part. But state and local governments will get some money under this act. Small businesses, more than than $350 billion to aid small businesses. That that definition is people who uh, employ 100 people or less qualify as a small business in these terms. And the hospitals are going to get a $150 billion boost for the hospitals. But as um, Governor Cuomo said, that's a drop in the bucket. Whatever. Anyway, individuals. Direct payments to lower and middle income Americans of $1,200 for each adult, as well as $500 for each child. And uh, Chuck Schumer said that the checks would be cut April 6th. Now, there's more to that piece that I I can't really help you with, but I remember reading it that it's based on your 2018 tax returns. So for, I think it's a jointly filed $78,000 of of, uh, adjusted gross income, you would get this full $1,200 per person. For every dollar over that number, that you've earned up to ninety nine thousand, you would that would be reduced by a dollar. That twelve hundred would be reduced by a dollar for every dollar over that you earned. It's some okay. tricky formula, but they're still not saying exactly. There's questions, lots of questions about what well, does this count? Does that count? And how do you do this if you are self employed? If you're self employed and you had a loss. Um, you may have a paper loss, but your revenue stream was perfectly fine. So nobody explains that. There's much that has to be resolved, and I suspect a lot of money is going to get paid out anyway because the idea behind it is it's a stimulus. Like we had um, after the 2008 and, and, and nine debacle with the stock market and the banks, we each got some money then. So if you are someone who pays your taxes on a direct deposit basis where it comes from your checking account and goes to the IRS. You will get that money immediately into that same checking account. If you're someone who sends checks along with stuff, it may take up to six weeks to get that money. So just want you to know that's part of the of the deal. Unemployment. Don't you- um, what was that? No, go ahead. I'll ask after you're finished. I'm sorry. Okay. Unemployed. Unemployment insurance extension for four months, bolstered by $600 weekly. Eligibility would be expanded to cover more workers. And then restrictions on business aid. Any company receiving a government loan would be subject to a ban on stock buybacks through the terms of the loan plus one additional year. They also will have to limit executive bonuses and take steps to protect workers. Transparency. The Treasury Department would have to disclose the terms of loans or other or other aid to companies, and a new Treasury Inspector General will oversee the lending program. And this last one was something I didn't know, but I was hysterically laughing when I read it. This is how they slip this in. 
it comes under the, the subtitle of Democrat. One language, W-O-N, one language that would bar any business owned by President Donald Trump or his family from getting loans from Treasury. Businesses owned by members of Congress, heads of executive departments, and the Vice President Mike Pence would also be blocked. <laughs> I like that. Well, <laughs> that was just funny that they got they slipped that in. I love it. Okay. <laughs> So what were your questions, Laurie? Don't you think that the numbers are a little a little low on what the highs are to get this check? Yes, I do. But yeah. I think the design of it was to try to get to the middle-income people who are the workers who I lost know. their jobs. I know. So I, know. I, I think that's low, but... Whatever, uh, you know that's they they finally did something together as Congress to oh, make no. this happen. That's great, yay! Yeah. I think that's um, that's probably the more incredible of all thing of all of this. They actually did it. And what about the market? The market is just going bananas. It uh, it was up so far twelve hundred points as we're doing this for today. It was up. Uh, 2,000 points yesterday uh, and then came back down a little bit, which is probably profit-taking at the end um, because people just do that. You know, they wait to hit a certain point, and then at 15 minutes before they close, they sell and take their gains. So that right. very often happens. So I think that the market is very happy with, with this because I think I said this a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this. The last time I think you and I were actually at the studio and I mentioned something about the craziness of what was going on. And I said, nothing will stop this insanity until Washington does something, gives us some direction. And it's amazing. Even at, on the prospect of this happening earlier this week, the market stabilized and went up over a thousand points in one day. And it's been doing the same thing for the last two days. Now, something else could happen, you know, that knocks it down again. But I think as far as the business side of this, the stimulus that's there now is very much something that will really make a difference in the speed of the recovery. Now, if it has to do with hospitals and the spread of the virus, that's a different story. No legislation is going gonna, is gonna to help that. So this this will be an interesting, you know, back and forth, up and down, and we'll just see whatever the uh, the star of the day is. Is if it's something good that happened in Washington, it'll affect um, the stock market. If it's something that affects uh, the number of people dying from the virus, it'll push it down. So unless they come up with a cure, if they find a cure or a vaccine, that's that's golden. And it's interesting to me to see how much um, they, the, uh, the public is expecting that the private sector will be the heroes in this, that all of the drug companies who a month ago were the villains because they were charging so much money for their drugs are now the last hope. And everybody is, is praising all of the different 
pharmaceutical companies as they try to come up with something that they think might be the answer to this. So we'll see. Yeah. It's amazing how strange bedfellows, I guess, is the word. Well, I guess, so there we are. It's uncertain, but things are things are moving, and uh, I, I, you know what? I, I feel like I'm lack. I have a lack of things to say. I just feel so um, unlike myself <laughs> these days. <laughs> Let's fill in the blanks there. Yeah. But well. <laughs> okay. Well, we have to also give a big shout out a little bit late. Happy birthday to. Miss Diane Baldy. Oh yeah, her birthday. What was her birthday? Yes, her birthday was yesterday. Um, well, on Wednesday, and so mm-hmm. big happy birthday to her. Very good. I also have yeah. to say something to you that I I neglected to call you on, but I know that this woman is listening because she told me she listens to us every Saturday morning at breakfast. I believe her name is Elizabeth. And Elizabeth called me because she wanted the recipe for your strawberry cake. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew something. I, I know, and I promised her that I would give you. I'm not going to say it now, but I I give you your her phone number so you could call her and give her the recipe. <laughs> I would love to, Elizabeth. Of course. It's a, isn't it great though? Of all the things we talk about, it's the recipe. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And our guest expert today is Mary McNichols, is a Senior Vice President, Human Resource Director at Fidelity Bank. She's been with Fidelity for 11 years, where she's held the position of a Senior Trust and Investment Officer and currently heads the Human Resource and Trust Departments. She has over 30 years of experience in trust services and more than 15 years on human resources. As a member of the senior management team at Fidelity Bank, she holds positions on various committees in the organization. 
Welcome, Mary. It's nice to have you come back again. Yay, well, thank you. Mary. It's great to be here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, can you, Mary, uh, you might, Mary, before we start, just to, just to remind people, did you want to say which part of town your husband was raised in? (laughs) West (laughs) Scranton. Okay. Okay. We got that out of the way. Go ahead, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) So what should we say to people about where the bank is relative to the coronavirus issue? Oh, gosh. Um, It is a long laundry list. I can tell you, first of all, that um, first and foremost, we want to make sure that our bankers and our clients are safe and have all of the things that they need. So we've been doing a lot of things here at the bank, um, working with our bankers to make sure that they're still um, able to provide for all of our clients. Um, We are one of the life essential businesses, so we are open for business while a number of the other businesses in the areas have been shut down. Um, so uh, we're taking every effort that we can to make sure that we have all the pieces in place to, that um, everyone, both internally and, again, our clients have what they need. Uh, a few things that we're doing, actually, we have a new client assistance program uh, that we are putting into place. So. These are things to help our clients through the pandemic, um, like uh, where our clients can request refunds of overdraft fees and insufficient funds, things like that. We also have mortgage assistance um, where we can defer payments for our clients. We have home equity loan and home equity line of credit assistance uh, for our clients as well. Loan assistance with indirect dealers, and other non-real estate and unsecured consumer loan assistance, as well as assistance for commercial business and for small businesses. Um, This program is a a hardship program that we're putting together. Um, There is information on this on our website, which is bankatfidelity.com, that talks about the parameters of the plan. Uh, But we wanted to make sure that we could get that out to the public because this is a real time of need for so many people that are are being impacted by uh, not being able to work or having their businesses closed and um, not being able to uh, run their businesses at this time. So that's an important piece to help you know, help keep our economy going and to really help the people that are so affected by all that's been going on with the virus and the the shutdowns that we've been seeing. And Mary, Laurie, and I were just talking about this before, that uh, we both read this in an email that we got this morning from the bank, since we both do business at Fidelity Bank. And um, I noticed that on the email, too, if, if people listening are on your email list and got that email this morning, there's a spot there at the bottom that says click here to fill out a direct form. So it's probably also helpful if you can do that before you get to talk to anybody because it's it tells everything anybody needs to know. So it's a good opportunity to streamline this process. And I just have to say I commend Fidelity for for doing this, for putting this out this morning and giving very specific uh, help to people, not just a a general, you know, we're here to help. Uh, Here's specifically how they can help, and I think it's great. So kudos to Fidelity. 
Well, thank you. I mean, it's very important that we do what we can uh, for our clients and for the community. Um, this has been a very, very difficult time for everybody. There isn't anybody that hasn't been touched in one way or another, um, whether it's being self-quarantined, you're staying home, you're trying to work, um, and having some of the, the perils of the shutdown that's been affecting people with both their, their businesses or their everyday work life. So we're glad to be able to provide this assistance. Um, you know, it's really changed the way that we've been operating our business. Uh, we, as well as all of the other banks in the area, have closed down our lobbies to the public. And with that, we are practicing social distancing and um, we make sure that we have our branches manned and all of our drive-throughs are open so that people can still um, transact business. I'll tell you one of the things that has worked great and it's something that we highly encourage is that people sign up for uh, online banking services. Uh, yeah. It keeps you in your home. <laughs> you can conduct business. Uh, mobile banking is a wonderful product and it helps to keep everybody safe and sound. And again, our website is just a, a wealth of information. Again, it's bankatfidelity.com because you can sign up for these services online. We have an awesome, awesome customer care center that is available to take calls. Um, but of course, there are a lot of people that are transacting business through the customer care center as well. Um, we've taken steps to uh, make sure that we've got those bankers online that are ready to serve. But there are a lot of tools out there that will help people uh, during this time when they can't get out or can't get to the bank um, or use our lobbies. But um, we want safety for all of our bankers, and keeping our lobbies closed so that we can practice social distancing is, is very important. I think yeah, I saw something I like that that came as an email, I would say, uh, either late last week or on Monday, when the decision was made to close all of the lobbies. And mm -hmm. there were, I think, last week, wasn't it, there were two lobbies that were still open? There were. We had a, um, two lobbies that were open. Um, we took a look at that and decided that it was best that we close them, again, because we want to keep our bankers as safe as possible as we can. And when you talked about those emails, one of the other things that we've really tried to do is make sure that we have open lines of communication uh, to the public. So we issue these emails on a regular basis. Um, as everyone says, this is very fluid and changes happen all the time. So we try to make sure that we keep everybody apprised of what's happening um, through these uh, email communications that go out. We also have a Facebook page that is Fidelity Bank, and we post all of this on our Facebook page as well. So that's another place that anybody can get information um, just so everyone knows what's happening. Well, I and have you know, to tell Mary, you the, funny, the other thing the that funny I think is important I have to tell you, though, when talk I was about. talking about the emails, mm -hmm. when the email came out this week that said that all of the lobbies were closed, my first reaction, I didn't really know who it was that I would that actually sent the email. It was one of those info at or something. So I just sent it back and I figured whoever did send this out will have to answer it. So I said, okay, I understand that all the lobbies will be closed, but who is going to save my cookies? 
Ah. And it was Kristen Grove who actually sent back and said, Lynn, don't worry, we'll save them for you. <laughs> well, and you know, we are known for our cookies and coffee, and that is a, a, a big part of what we do. And when this first happened, it was like, we need to pull the cookies. And that was the first day. And as you b- both know, our president, Dan Santanello, who is so focused on making it a great experience in our branches, as are all of our bankers, pulling the cookies was a tough one for him. And uh, the next day it was, well, I we, love it. we need to pull the coffee, too. And and uh, uh, he was a little choked up by that. But, <laughs> again, safety. But, um You know, that customer experience is so important to what we do. (laughs) Well, I'm so happy to know that they will save the cookies. How have your employees been reacting to all of the changes? Uh, You know, we we struggle with all that because, you know, some of us are more social than others. Some of us are used to that in-person care and, and, and... and set you a little bit apart because of that's what you're trained to do. How how have they been adjusting to all of these uh, changes that you had to um, put forth? Well, I have to say that our Fidelity bankers are just awesome because every day there are changes for them. Um, we have the majority of our workforce working remotely. Uh, we have a great IT team that helped uh, get us all set. Um, because it was important that we wanted to make sure that people were out of the office and, again, not have um, departments that were full of people. And so people are working remotely, and they're they're adjusting to that. Um, we have some great technology tools. We use, um, if I can say these, Zoom for meetings. We use Teams uh-huh. where we can be in constant communication with each other. We can see each other face-to-face on the screen. Um, so we really have worked hard to try to get all of these pieces of technology together so that we can still work collaboratively and work well with our clients. You know, our whole lending team um, and branch managers and, and even the, the um, universal bankers have been in touch with clients on a regular basis through phone calls. And again, we can do these through meetings. We've changed the way we operate. You know, we've been doing yep. our meetings through Zoom. Um, uh, and, you know, sometimes you might hear a dog barking in the background because somebody is working from <laughs> home, you know. So there are all of those types yeah. of changes. And um, um, they're adjusting very well. You know, when it comes to times of uh, crisis, everybody steps forward. They put their best foot forward. And we've all been adjusting and um, working really hard to try to make this as seamless as possible for everybody. So how can they get in touch with us? Okay. Our drive throughs are open at all of our branches at this point. So anyone can transact business through the drive through um, ATMs, again, these are all listed on our website, the location. Mobile banking, um, so that everybody can bank online. We have our customer care center. Phone number 800-388-4380. They can also get in touch with our branches. Um, So we have many lines of communication open for all of our customers. But no cookies. No cookies. uh, (laughs) But if you watch the website, 
we'll have that out there when that comes back. Oh, right. I'll tell you, okay. we're all as anxious as you are to bring okay. all that back. So, and also continue to follow our website, bankoffidelity.com. It has all of the updates. Again, a lot of information about the client assistance program and um, how to um, go through the process of applying for that. It's all out there at the website. And again, we have our regular communications, social media, um, Twitter, Facebook. We use them all. Okay. Mary, thank you very much. Good luck with You're everything. You're welcome. And everyone out there, thanks for listening once again this weekend. Please have the best weekend you possibly can. Be safe and please be nice. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.